I, I, I'm a freak like that though. I be looking at like, I, uh, girls ask me that shit. Like, why do you, why do you be looking at it go in and out? I'm like, because two reasons. If I pay attention to anything else, I might come fast. Like if I'm kissing you and we're all caressing and the moment's getting really hot and I might just come fast because like I'm in the. But if I'm looking down at me, fuck you, my mind just goes. I'm in a porn. My my eyes just go. You're watching porn, girl. You're not even fucking her right now. <laughs> you're just watching porn. <laughs> you're just you're just the simulation. That's it. Like you're VRing yourself. <laughs> I saw porn in VR. That shit's amazing. Yeah, they got like crazy VR. Her titty was in my mouth. Going yeah. I, That's how you look outside. Look to my left, and my fucking my windows are open. My neighbor's just like, I'm, I got the Oculus on, like. <laughs> like fuck you doing <laughs> yo my man asked me would you rather cause now they have these VRs that are connected to fake pussy machines yes I seen it so would you rather fuck a robot a, a robot female or would you rather fuck a fake pussy in VR world privately right cause they the ones they were showing what's up niggas, everybody this is your all right, what? nigga, you're supposed to get these soundboards ready. Bad, 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 bad. The, the Bluetooth speaker's not turning on. I, not? I gave it 10 minutes, and then I was like, I got to get ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't turning on for some reason. Maybe I'm, I'm doing something stupid. Maybe I hit it. Yeah, I probably hit a button. You know so, what I mean? I'm always hitting buttons. Ew. I'm the button toucher. Good for, uh, don't I don't touch say it like buttons. that. Don't, don't say that to the wrong Would person. you like me to touch your button, Richard? Nope. No. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Richard Picasso. And... As you can see, that's G out of character. Hey, yo. Yeah, yo is correct. So, yeah, I mean, this is us today. You know, we had like some guests, but unfortunately, they flat tire. Flat tire, you know, is what it is. But, you know, we're going to make it work because, you know, how we do. We, I mean, we're ready to show. So, of we ain't got to worry about shit. Of course. Because we that, we them fucking, we them niggas. We them boys. We them boys. So. You I know for the a, last... What, what happened? Yeah, no, I was going to say you went to a fucking candy place. What is that? Okay, so <laughs> for this week, you know, since last the uh, since the time frame of the last episode, I went to Candytopia. Candytopia. So it's this new spot in New York. A lot of my friends have been going there, especially a lot of content creators have been going there. Uh-huh. Went to go check it out, my girl, and it was it was real fun. It was really fun. Like it was, they had like a lot of different interactive rooms. Like they had like swing sets. They had like this like jungle rope that you can like swing on and stuff. They had like this marshmallow ball pit and stuff. It was really fun. I I recommend it. it's more kid based. Like if you have like a six seven year old, they're gonna be absolutely mind blown by the whole experience. You know, when you're a doll, it brings back that you know, be get that little child childlike wonder again of like you know being in like ball pits and you know eating all the like all this different candy in every room like laffy taffies the little lint chocolates and circles and the little pitsy sticks it was and the air you know airheads classic candy you know very amazing like very incredible experience you know i had a great time you know was it worth the price of going <laughs> i mean it's not that it was expensive like the, the tickets alone were like around what thirty five per person. That's not bad. I mean, it's not bad, but like for kids, it's like I think ten dollars less. Like if you got like kids under twelve, yeah, because they term. probably encourage. Yeah, they like per- you said. Yeah, it's more. It's more of a kid friendly spot. But for thirty five, you know, thirty five a person. I mean, I could say it was okay for what I got. Like if it was like a hundred dollars a ticket, I want to be fucked. How long was the walkthrough? Is the question like how long was the walkthrough? I would say the walk was about a half hour. Walk. That's not bad. So you're paying a minute. You're paying like a dollar a minute to yeah. be there, a dollar a minute. Like in each room. And there's like no time frame how long you can be in each room. Does like, any... Are you... So everything's made out of candy? Does anybody do some dickhead shit and try to take a piece off I, and eat they it? They clearly said in the beginning, like don't re- take the candies off the walls or anything. They'll try to eat the candy. Because some of the statues and things that they had, they were made of like gummy bears. But they were like hard gummy bears. So, you know, people won't just start picking off like the soft ones and stuff they had like a shark gummy bear model a scuba diving gummy bear model they have paintings with like big and snoop dog as gummy bear models cardi b is a gummy bear model that's dope and it was dope but it's like it's like you like as an adult you appreciate all oh, that's that's dope artwork and stuff but you don't need to go back there is what you're saying you went there you got it over with you're done yeah i don't need to go back there it's not like a replay value type of experience where 
Oh, it's not like going to Six Flags. It's like, damn, I want to go to Six Flags again because I love... Because you know Six Flags is fun. There's a lot of rides and stuff like that. But like for a museum, like a candy museum type feel. Like, okay, I got everything I need from there. Like if I go there again, it'll be with a, like a child. Like I'll go with like one of my nephews or, you know. What about the Wax Museum? You ever been there? The Wax Museum? Like Madame Tussauds and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I've never been there. been there. Oh, that was you good. You've been there? Yeah, that was good. Wax Museum was good. They had, you know, J-Lo, all, all the people, you know. And I found that to be... I think that was like $35, $40 too to walk in. But I found that, I found it very, very dope, you know, mm. like, and then it gets a little boring, of course, because mm. it's like, all right, everybody's made out of wax. Mm. And, and, you know? Like, I'm not made out of wax. You know, you got to yeah. take appreciation to the, just like the candy place you were at. Um, the people that take their time to sculpt these things, mm -hmm. you know, the like with the wax molding, I know that there's not a fucking molding of Leonardo DiCaprio. They have to do that by hand. They have to, you know, literally sculpt the wax, paint the wax, you know, that shit. I, I give, that's why these niggas on YouTube, Bridge, be having so many views on Lego videos. Mm -hmm. You know, when they put Legos together, yeah. when they, because Lego models and that shit. time that they take, people appreciate it and don't believe that it's real. Mm -hmm. Like, I used to be obsessed with watching the Domino videos. You know how niggas set up Dominoes and oh, yeah. knock them down and it's all over the world? There'll be like 23,000 Dominoes. And they just hit one. Yeah, I used to be obsessed with that because I I like to see how things come together. But the end product has never been my like. End product is cool. We love the lot. You know, we love when our song is complete, mix and mastered. That shit's awesome. But the process of making it though, that's the magic, right? Nope, because people only see the end product. Uh huh. They only see the top. They never see where you started, like from nope. the dirt. Nope. Nope. Like thinking of the song. Finding the right beat, making the make sure the beat's good, editing certain parts, moving shit over, yep. writing your verse, thinking of a hook, see if it needs features, going to the studio, like sitting there for hours, moving shit over, see if it needs sounds and stuff. Like, it takes a lot from one song. That's why motherfucking like producers and certain artists like they charge like certain amounts. Certain studios, like what studio you doing it at too, is very important too. What producer yeah. you got is very important. We yeah. do this at like. Like people think, oh, you just you just sit and it's just like you and a producer just sitting. There, oh, you press a button because I used to think that too when I first started. Cause I would hear all this music and think like, oh, this this rap shit's easy. It's not like singing, but you gotta really take your time. All I gotta do is talk. Yeah, all you gotta do is talk. Like so, I'm like, yo, I'm like, I ran out of breath. I remember the first time I tried being in the studio and I ran out of breath like in two sentences. I'm like, the fuck, and then like again, again, like you gotta have more uh, delivery, better delivery. I'm like what the fuck I'm like and so in like an hour I was just like nah let me let me go back reassess this all shit again nah yeah like I, I, I believe you like I kinda I didn't think that it was like that like you go in spit your bars and that's it because um luckily the people that brought me into music they were the like Quest and Ed they were a little bit Intric more intricate like oh no it needs this oh no it needs that oh no we should layer it this way oh say that ad lib there or you know so it's like lyrically I learned how to construct songs and then when you start making songs for yourself you get the privilege of putting it how it sounds mm. and you could sit there with your project for like a week right or a song for like a week and you just missed something then all of a sudden that sound like from the train station or that 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 mm -hmm. that that interview you watch to give you the intro to your song right like we we we've learned to become craftsmiths yeah. of our art yes you know what i'm saying like it's not just you you give me a paintbrush you give me a canvas and i could draw you a picture mm -hmm. boom Nah, you know, you it's more than that. There's a, a huge level of genius and thought that goes into every song, every performance, every like bro, that's that's what I see straight up when you're yo yoing. Even if it looks like easy to you and you're just throwing up gang signs, I still see how the rest of the world sees it because I'm still don't I'm like, damn. You know, I know you've been doing it for so long that it kinda of falls into place for you, but it doesn't look like that for us. You know, it looks it's crazy complicated. It, it, took, it took a lot of time and a lot of it took a lot of fuck ups for me to just do some of the most basic, the base just to know the foundations. And isn't it. that the name of the game? Yep. In the name of the game to fuck up to find out how you do it better. Yep. Like you can't beat yourself down when you fail. Nope. When you fail, you have to continue to be enthusiastic. Yep. You know, you can't you can't be mad when you fail. Failing is part of the process, but you have to admit when you fail. Yeah. You know, speaking of admitting when you're failing. Jack, 
Jack, listen. I addressed you yeah. on my podcast, right? I'm address you again, and I'm gonna tag both of them just so you can see. I'm saying it in two different places, Jack. I don't know if you tried to put your Drake cape on, try to sound like Drake. I think he's heard that a billion times. Already. I think um, Paul Rosenberg gassed you up, comparing you <laughs> as to he, Eminem. As Paul Rosenberg has done in the past for other artists, gassed you up. You know, the only the only gas that Paul Rosenberg ever gave that I ever took part in was Kendrick. You know, because Kendrick is Kendrick, but. Jack, you aren't Eminem. You should not be compared to a white rapper, because in my opinion, you're, you're compared to non any. I can't even think of a white rapper that's remotely close to you. Well, not, I mean, whether for bad or for good, I'm just saying I don't think you're a, a rapper. I think you're a pop star. I think you're a pop star, and you need to go, start getting people to write your songs. And let, I, I let, think he did people on songs because you know with these like albums, there's never just one person. It might be like six yeah, motherfuckers on one song. I know, I know. They, yeah, everybody gets a piece of the pub type yeah. shit. Then you still are trash because your album to me is trash. I couldn't get past the third song and I had to force myself. Oh, come on. Because I couldn't get past the third song. I had to force myself because it's okay. art. There, so there, I, there I were some that were good to me. Personally, I No, like, no, of course. Like, I, like, I don't get our opinions. Like, I like Secret. I like the side piece, bro. They, 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 bro. They, they bro. sound like Drake could do it better, but still. And not even only that, they hyped me too much. They hyped me too much with Jack Harlow. Hmm. They hyped me. Oh too yeah, much. he was overhyped. Come on, they hyped me too much. They gave him these songs. He right. had these features. He had the baby on him, Lil Wayne on him. He, they hyped me way too much. I'm hearing his name all over the radio. Is they hyped me too much? Like you got imagine this is a guy signed on Generation Now with DJ Drama and Don Cannon with Lil Uzi Vert. This other. Lil Uzi Vert's fucking doper than Jack. I like Uzi huh? Vert doper than Jack. Mind you, there's other artists besides those two. They there's like I think four other ones, but they're not like out out yet. Mm-hmm. I think they're being like they're in their artist development phase still. Okay. But for for Jack Harlow to be he's supposed considered to be the next one up and everything. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. He's, he, he's he's like a light. He's a diet Drake. He's a Diet Drake. Yo, we should name this episode Diet Drake. Uh, <laughs> put, a, t- put Jack Harlow's picture for Diet Drake. Jack Harlow's Drake. picture with... Because it's true, though. You know, like... All right, boom. I like Fabio's album better. All right, boom. And I don't like Fabio's album. I, I like Fabio's album better. He don't like Fabio's album. Boom. I like... um. Kendrick's album obviously better. I didn't really like this Kendrick Lamar, but I like it better than Jack Harlow's. And then I like... um. I like Pusha T's album. I love Pusha T. That's Grammy nominated. That's Grammy nominated, right? Right? Because like every song gets like, imagine this is a guy that I think he only sold like a little over 50,000 copies Mm -hmm. in his first week. Kendrick sold what? I'm going to look it up. That that Pusha T album is better than Kendrick's album. No. Yeah, that Pusha T album is better than Kendrick's. It's crazy. Because every song hit, the bars are there. You know, he didn't like try to like get too experimental. He didn't even really get that experimental. He kept it at his roots. Wow. Kendrick sold... 350,000, three, wow, 353,000 copies Kendrick sold. Yeah, as First expected. week. And that's a flop to me. Well, no, if you sell over 300K, no. you're not a superstar. For his standard? Okay, yes. Yeah, no, three, that's superstar now. It's not like we live I think at, I thought he sold 286,000. I just read 353K. Where, a billboard? Or where? Because I heard 286,000. It sold 200... Because uh, there's no bundle packages anymore with Billboard. They're not letting that shit slide. So, because I remember when Drake came out, that nigga sold 615,000, which is like fucking amazing. I think the reason why Kendrick didn't sell as much was because he took too long coming back. He took five years off. You can have a great album like Dan and then take, think, oh, I could relax for half a decade and then come up with some fucking Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers type shit. Well, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. See, According to Sound I, Control, 286 is first week. I'm see, 286. Sorry. I'm sorry. I we gotta be. We get the up. facts right here. We got the facts right here. 286. So to me, for Kendrick's for Kendrick's standard, I mean, look, it's it's not a flop over record. Look, 286,000. That's over a quarter million albums in a week. So he's definitely gonna go. He's if gold, if not gold already, he's gonna go platinum regardless. But to standards of how Kendrick makes albums. Because remember, his first album, I think he only sold like, what, like 70,000 or some shit for Good Kid Mad City. And then he just kept going. And then, then you know, dropping to Pimper Butterfly and then, you know, Damn and stuff. To the standard of albums. He stole 55 on um, Pusher. 
55 compared mm-hmm. to 286,000. But, but his album debuted number one. Yes, his album debuted number one. That's a big deal. That you know, that's that's for a pusha T. We got guy that's been uh, in the game for over twenty plus years. For twenty plus dealer. years. Twenty, 20 plus years. Still in the game, still going number you one. You got a number one fucking album. And and you're going up against niggas like Drake. You're going up against niggas like Cole. You're going up against and not to say Pusha T ain't hungry like them, but you're going up against people that have more of the machine behind them. Kanye, like Pusha T when he was on um Drink Champs, all he did was like praise Kanye. Yep. Compared to what Big Sean did, you know, like shit but all on. he did was Praise Kanye. All he did was half like, praise, half shit on Yo, the nigga even said, I'll never get, like, he even, like, I'll never get hold for a video for neck and wrist, but I got him on the verse. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, like, he, he's not dumb. He understands to get these people's time and attention and genius, you got to move at their wave a little bit. All right. So, this also begs the question because I also see this online because of Kedrick and Jack Harlow. Go. Who would be considered a stadium artist? Amongst, like, Hove is a stadium artist. Yes. Kendrick's is a stadium artist. Are you sure? Now that I say it, it depends where the stadium is. With Hove, Can it you, doesn't. Jack Harlow, fuck no. Jack Harlow's not even Jack Harlow could barely touch SOBs with the album I saw. <laughs> with the album I heard, Jack, you don't even deserve SOBs. And that's no slight on SOBs, but nah, you ain't you ain't nowhere near stadiums unless you do all those features like you did with what's popping. <laughs> That's you gotta have that what's popping energy and keep running with it for the next three years. Maybe you could do like no, he can't even do one stadium. Cole got his tour. Don't Cole, Cole, Cole does his tour, his dream dream lovers dream house tour, whatever. Yes, but it's like Dreamersville tour, Dreamsville dream, tour. Yeah, the yeah, Dreamville yeah, tour. Yeah, but you know he has a bunch of artists too with him. Like You're talking about gym. an individual basis. Who the Indiv- fuck can fill a like, stadium? Can Cole, can Cole fill a stadium? Shit, Eminem can. Eminem anywhere. Eminem in the world. Jay Z can. I'm trying to think of the names. Can Kendrick fill out a stadium? I don't know. It depends what if the stadium's in LA. Yup. If it's in LA, yup. I think it if can, it's in New yeah. York, I don't know. For twenty, I don't know. For about twenty thousand seats. I don't know. No more than that. Madison Square Garden is more. I think. How many? How many stairs? I think. It's, I think it's more. Fifty. Because remember, they they don't use like use the entire stadium. Sometimes they'll sometimes use half the stadium. And then because they set up behind like the screen to set up like all the visuals and shit like that. The only time I've ever seen that was like with Prince when he did it in the center. Oh, you're right. 20,000. Yeah, it's about 20,000. Because 50,000, that's like fucking, you might as well do it in the desert at that point. <laughs> that's like doing Coachella or some, some shit. You know, but that that's a very valid question though because, see. Can, like, even though I, like, it's like, I love Uzi, but he can never be a stadium artist. Just because you could sell 300k in a week, that's been that a lot of motherfuckers. I mean, I think you got to make stadium music. Yes, you got to th- make I you got to make music that's more for everybody. Like your whole album got to be everybody. But you know what, Kendrick? This. You know what? You see, but you know where where you can turn. Yes, like say somebody's catalog is not like everything, so you bring your features. You know, you but you can turn if you have the right marketing. You can make you can sell those tickets. You can. You know what Kendrick did, my nigga. Yo, son, whoever did their marketing is like on vacation. There's no marketing behind Kendrick. He didn't do no rollout. He didn't do no interviews. He didn't didn't roll out. Well, how? He dropped the hard part five. He did a rollout with one song after we haven't heard from... That's still a rollout. My nigga, he did two songs. He did the song with his cousin or his nephew, smoking on your top five. Yeah, smoking on your top five tonight. And then he did that song, part five, which a lot of people saying don't even... It shouldn't even be part of the Heart series. A lot of people that are his fans are saying that's not mm-hmm. even part of the Heart I think, series. I think that's why it wasn't on the album either. Well, but my whole point to you is, is that that's not a rollout. For me, you're Kendrick Lamar. I expect a little bit more. This is your last album on TDE. I expect a little bit more. I expected I expected a hype train to come through. I expected to hear... How the fuck did, was Peter Rosenberg and all these niggas talking about Jack Harlow's album? Uh, yeah, Jack Harlow. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, You're talking about Jack Harlow's album, which before we heard it... What was it called? Come Home, the Kids Miss You. But when, before we heard it, it shouldn't have been a big deal. Compared to Kendrick's last album on TDE, it's been five years since he dropped. Yes. I think if he would have had a better rollout... He would have did more than two fifty three, and I guarantee that since his album was digested, next week it might be more. It might be it might be the same thing because I mean, now, future still he, future, future still busted his shit out the park. He's, he's going hard. He's, I think he's but, like ninety one lap in his third week. But that's because but that's because 
Future makes that future music. Like it don't hit you now; it hits you later. And, and I didn't even. Mention and they have an album called "I Never Liked You." <laughs> like, but I never even. I didn't even mention that neither. Like, you know, Future's album is also part of the mix of albums that I've been bumping lately. But Jack, nah, Jack, 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 no, no Jack, no Jack. Sorry, Jack. Like, I know it's your second album. And you're still a new artist in the world, but like, you. You really no excuse, like a Jack. Turnover. It's the not- baby's out here shooting people, beating people up, fucking the whole getting, getting bitches- in jail, and they're still bumping harder shit. You, you know what I mean? Getting niggas in jail, like they like you. You got Lil, no excuse. R.I.P. to Lil Key, by the way, man. That was sad. R.I.P. Yeah, he was part of the whole YSL uh-huh. team. Like, look, that was out of nowhere. They're too. getting bad right now, right? Everybody's getting arrested right now. Yeah, they're all getting Ricoed up. Oh, shit, right into the and next And when one. you get a Rico, Let's that's go. hard. Right into that's the next hard one. to get off of it. Like, oh, of course, because they're... That's they're, federal charges. Well, you There's know... There's difference between, like, police, like, charging you and federal federal agents Well, it's not even you. only that. Anytime federal charges you, they, you know that they got the case because, you know, with the feds, they don't, they don't miss. And nope. then, you know, with the feds, they want you for 10, you're doing 70%. You, you know, feds don't miss. But on the flip side of it, what a RICO is, is that if I did any business with you while you were running a criminal enterprise, any business, bro, if if... If you did, if if we traded goods, if any type of business, if I was in your vicinity, if any type of business that I was doing could look like it has a hand in what you do, like you, let's just say you buy cars from me. Say you buy cars from me and you, that's what you do. You're a drug dealer. That's what you do. You buy cars from me. Say I don't sign off on the paperwork properly because you're coming in for new cars all the time and you pay me, you're my man's. I'm not part of your RICO case. They're going to come after me, even though I don't know what you do for a living. They're going to be like, so what did you do? All right, look, he came in. I signed all these cars. He would pay me extra money every couple months. He would switch. I didn't. No, I don't know what he did or what he was doing. Or, oh, you sure? Could you testify that he came in and paid you cash? And and now that guy's part of the RICO indictment because he did something to help the other guy. With he, his, whether or not he knew it, or knew whether it or he not. knew it or not. But I don't know, B. They saying they got recordings of Young Thug giving green lights which, to kill which, niggas in jail. Which is once they got the recordings, <laughs> and you saying, "Hey, go over here or kill, get this motherfucker." That's it. Like you, you guys haven't learned your you guys haven't learned your lessons. You guys haven't seen Law and Order enough. You guys haven't seen CSI. You know, you guys don't you guys don't watch TV enough. Maybe not because you're superstars, but damn, you would think you're superstars, then you would have the people that you're paying to be in place to do right by right. you and let you know, bro, don't send that message, don't make that phone call. I'll do it for you. Like, every call, like ever since, like any type of business that I usually do, I usually now. I, I like make sure that it's recorded and I let them know like hey look this conversation is being recorded and it's for my personal things like if in case if I say anything if I say anything I'm trying to make it look like I'm doing this in case I say anything wrong and it won't be misinterpreted later on yep. not like what they say more what I say uh-huh. but at the same time it's like look hey I'm doing a professional business with you I want to keep it professional and you know I'm I haven't, and trust me, I'm not a nigga that just records every fucking body. It has to be something that I know that's going to be super serious and something that's going to be like some next level shit for, for not only for myself, but for everybody that's going to personally affect around me. Yeah, nah, you know, and, and you, to be honest, another thing, you, this world is weird. You can trust a person one day, you can't trust them the next day. You know, they can, they can say they said something to you and then if it's not documented or in receipts, they never really said it. And I keep my texts, by the way. So anybody texts me with shit and think I just automatically delete it. If it's anything that's like business or anything that sounds like incriminating, or oh, oh, Picasso's fucked up, Picasso did this and that. So like, look. It wasn't that wasn't the case. According to these sex, like you were saying this type of shit. Oh, oh, I didn't know. I didn't mean that you took it out of got this. I'm like, look, it's right fucking here. It's in the recording. I could play it right here on this fucking podcast and show you. Yeah, but like, like I said, you know, yo, even then, my nigga, I, I've been caught with receipts from bitches and I still <laughs> deny it. I'm like, that wasn't me. It says your name right there. I didn't write that though. That's for my mucho. I'm fucking Gilbert. I didn't write that though. You know, like, I mean, who's for my mucho? I hope that YSL is good. It does suck. You know, for all you rappers, everybody, everybody in this world, you know, DMX said it. Rest in peace. You do dirt, you get dirt. You know Hmm. what I'm saying? Like, if you do dirt and you did dirt any time in your life where it's affecting people, dealing with drugs, murdering people, doing shit like that, yo, they just look at look at little Meech. Oh, uh, that was stupid. But it doesn't like it. it, it even so, it, they're it, watching you guys. Yeah, you, they're like, watching you guys. Like, you already know how the fuck your father already is, 
and you're already like 50 cents trying to fucking make you kind of a star in the old BMF everything. Why the fuck are you gonna walk out with a Richard Mill? You know how much a Richard Mill? If you customize, this is what I learned from Joseph because he's like a fucking watchhead. Never customize watches ever. It decreases the value over time unless it's from the company. Don't go to no, don't go to fucking Jacob the Jeweler or Ben Baller and start fucking hooking your shit up. It devalues the watches. Stop getting these blinged out wrist rollies and fucking all these diamond studded like timers on your shit. You're fucking devaluing it because in 20 years, that fucking $350,000 watch is going to end up being worth like 50K in like 20 years. Mm -hmm. If you buy Rolex, if you buy a Breitling, a Tassad, or a Hublot, leave it as is. You already, like if it's 20,000 or 30,000, 300,000, wherever the fuck. Leave it alone. Keep it nice. Keep it clean. Make sure the boss, you got the certificate, authenticity, keep it laminated, everything. It's going to be worth like three, four times as much in like 20, 25 years. Leave it fuck alone. That's a watch fact. Nah, yeah, <laughs> I, I believe you. You know, like I'm not a watch head, but my friends are watch heads. But there's one thing I will say. I don't have to be a watch head to know that the value is in something being original. Mm -hmm. It's not like I take it into cars. It's not about dropping the engine and then putting a bigger engine in it and then making sure that that car is the fastest car in the world. No, no, no. You know what it's about? It's about this is a 1990 Honda Civic SI. Do you know what I mean? M mint condition. 10,000 miles on it, everything that, they, a person's going to buy that, a person's going to buy that original sticker, no. that original door, that original, mm -hmm. yo, this is the original, mm -hmm. they like that better. A world record was just made for a car that recently just got bought, it was like a 1955 Mercedes-Benz like sports car, sold for $1.42 million. I believe you. It it just recently got sold. I think before that it was like Ferrari just came out with a Ferrari just came out with a two point five million dollar car, and it don't have a Richard. It doesn't have a hood. I mean a a, a roof. It's a one seater. It's a one seater. Doesn't have a roof, and it doesn't have a windshield neither. They created this arrow design in the dashboard that the airflow goes like this, and you're supposed to drive the car with a helmet. It's two point five million dollars Ferrari. Who the fuck is buying these things? Yes. Because that shit has to be what what it's made out of. Because that's not a car I would fucking take on the road. Casually going to the supermarket or the mall with. I mean, but most of these, you know, when you when you play big, when you play big, and you're you're in the league of big, people expect big from you. So you're never gonna expect big from me. I'm gonna be still that basic nigga wearing free clothes and. No, nah, <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie, nigga. Yo's. I get money. I get money. I'm My yo yos are gonna cost more than the shit. That's I'm what I was about to say. I'm gonna have a tricked out garage of Hondas. <laughs> Late 1990 JDMs. That's all you're gonna see. Late 1990 JDMs, RX7s, Toyota Supras, and Hondas. Oh, and I'll God. have one good expensive car of the year. Mm -hmm. I'll have one expensive car of the year. Just, just, to, just to have it there. Just to have it parked. Just mm -hmm. nice. But everything else is looking all trash bags. All, all my yo-yos are gonna be titanium and magnesium in a fucking titanium box. Bullet, bulletproof, so you try shooting, it won't even go through. Yeah, I guess that bulletproof. That's the only most expensive thing I'll have. I'll still be probably in the same fucking house with the same fucking cars with the same fucking clothes. Not like do a little upgrade, pay off the mortgage, pay off the mortgage completely, and just fucking be chilling, just paying all the utilities the rest of my life. I need water and I need fucking air. I mean, I, I I can't lie. I, basic basic living is is cool and it's, it's something that I would. Financial freedom is more my stake. I do like nice things. You know, I may not be like a, a materialistic person, but I like nice things. Like, I like toys. Pause. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like I like my RC cars. I like my RC boats. I like my drones. You know, I like I like real life cars. You know, like. I like titties and ass. I like my toys. You know, like, those are the <laughs> things that I pay for. Those are the things that I pay for, though, genuinely. Like, I won't go out there and fucking... Like, I couldn't see myself buying no fucking $150 million house. Like, even why? if I had it. There's people that buy Even if I had... That's what I'm saying. I'm like, why? Why do you need well, maybe a house they put the whole fam Maybe they put the whole family in it. Maybe maybe, maybe they're, this is their dying house. I'm going to die here. I'm going to die here, and it's going to be for the rest of my family. So, you know what? This is going to be the fan. Everybody got their reasons. What I'm telling you is I'd rather give my family the money. Here, y'all do it with y'all with. That's as, here, this is how much a house costs. Three, four hundred grand? Here. Here's three hundred four hundred grand because I got it. Go do you. You know, I don't, I, don't, I don't need to buy a big-ass house. I'd rather have land. 
I'd rather have land with animals and like little houses on it so my yep. family could live there rather than buying one big fucking man. Like for me, it's just crazy. Some of these houses though are really bananas. And they're abs- they're, oh, I've seen I've seen those major tours. Yo, I'm like, why do you need a pool the size of like that's 10 bro, acres long? Bro, you why? know one thing I would like though in my living room, no matter how big my house is, bro, I would like to have a see-through, a see-through living room. Yeah, I like to see through. I like to have like my whole like see the, whole... the fucking landing. Yo, like imagine like you're in the center and when you look around, there's like ocean. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I would love a see through living beat. room. I would like that too. Like, Wake up in the, the morning. Hanging part... all out to the sun. Oh, getting head while you're looking at the scenery. Ah, oh, I'm looking at her while I'm getting head. That's my that's my vice. I'm loving that shit. Yo, bitches get shy though. Like, I th- like suck my dumb. Like, look at me, and they're like, no, no, <laughs> look up at me, <laughs> look at me, look at me now. Ah, like just like seeing your fucking double chin looking down. <laughs> I ain't got a double chin. Thank God, you don't got a double chin, my nigga. But you're not looking. Who's looking down like that? You're just you. You look. You you're curiously peeking over the cliff. You got it. I don't. Know, I feel weird when girls look at me when they give them head. Like, oh really? Like I. I Cause it's like I feel like I'm wrong. God, look at like, like God's looking at me. Look, because you got your whole penis in her mouth, right? It's You're like, like this dick's really swallowing my dick right now. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> got like your, I, you feel kind of guilty about it. Like I feel wrong. Girl like staring she, at me. She's choking herself with my dick. Yeah, and I feel wrong. <laughs> like damn, and she's like loving it. Like oh, it's so good. I'm like, you sure? <laughs> That's funny. Yo. That's funny. That like. I, I I'm a freak like that though. I'd be looking at like, I, uh, girls ask me that shit. Like, why do you why do you be looking at it go in and out? I'm like, because two reasons. If I pay attention to anything else, I might come fast. Like if I'm kissing you and we're all caressing and the moment's getting really hot and I might just come fast because like I'm in the. But if I'm looking down at me, fuck you. My mind just goes. I'm in a porn. My my eyes just go. You're watching porn, girl. You're not even fucking her right now. <laughs> you're just watching porn. <laughs> you're just you're just the simulation. That's it. Like you're VRing yourself. <laughs> I saw porn in VR. That shit's amazing. Yeah, they got like crazy VR. Her titty was in my mouth. Going yeah. Uh, That's how you look outside. Look to my left, and my fucking my windows are open. My neighbor's just like, I'm, I got the Oculus on, like. Like what are you doing? <laughs> Yo, my man asked me, would you rather? Because now they have these VRs that are connected to fake pussy machines. Yes, I've seen it. So, would you rather fuck a robot, a, a robot female, or would you rather fuck a fake pussy in VR world? Privately, right? Because they, the ones they were showing, they niggas were watching in public, like at a fucking porn conventions. Oh no, I didn't the fucking. I Fucking simulated VR going oh, ham. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was going ham. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, damn, okay, why, why would you do that in public? Though? Why would you want people to watch you do this shit? I mean, teach his own. If you want people to watch it. If they're going to pay me. I mean, people get hard If you pay watched. me, you pay me 50K. People get hard getting watched. This this is me trying to get a job. You throwing 50K, I'm fucking a fake pussy machine with a VR on camera. You heard? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Can't judge me. Can't judge me. Can't judge me. There's people, there's people that fuck animals. You can't judge me. I'm fucking oh a machine. God. The first time I actually did see shit like that, when I was like, this is years, years ago when I first saw like some bestiality shit. It was like a fucking woman on a computer and she's just lying on the, f- like she gets done with the computer and just starts lying on the floor and just opens her legs up and a fucking pit bull just comes out of nowhere and just starts like going down on her. I'm like, Why? And then starts, then starts. She she starts like helping the dog get on the back so she can like get fucked by him. Ah, uh, I'm like, you had that dog had to have been trained to do that shit. It's not. Like, of course, well, dogs know how to hump, but it's like you're guiding an animal to to do stuff to you. Like, why? That's like disgusting. All right. So you ever heard of a guy called Kenneth Pinion? Nope. This guy named Kenneth Pinion died from letting a horse fuck him. Mm-hmm. Of he, course. He used to get no, he used to get fucked by horses often. This one was just particularly bad today. And then blew <laughs> it, it, He had the bad horse dick today. It blew his colon out. A fucking horse's dick's like a four year old size dick. It's called the Enum Claw horse case. 
<laughs> was a series of incidences in 2005 involving Kenneth Pinion, an engineer who worked for Boeing, the plane people, the planes that have been crashing over the past 10 years, Boeing, and resided in Gig Harbor, Washington. That's that rich people shit. James Michael Tate, a truck driver, and another unidentified man, Pinion. This is on Wikipedia, Tate. by the way. Listen, Pinion and Tate filmed and distributed zoophiliac pornography. <laughs> Look at Yo-Yo's face. <laughs> Yo. He, Why he, would you introduce Over him? time, over time, Pinion received fatal internal injury, injuries. Of course you in did. In one such is. <laughs> of course you did. It's a horse dick. <laughs> That's like the great American bash dick times three. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I don't know who's funnier. The guy that, get, that died by getting fucked by a horse or the guy that died by getting eaten by a bear. You know Grizzly Man? Yeah, the Grizzly Man. Yeah, yo, that's another idiot. Both fucking idiots. They have to have been white people. That's oh white people God. shit. These are white, pe- white people problems. Those are white people problems, yo. Yeah. <laughs> white people just want to kill themselves in the most strangest ways. Yo, B, this nigga spent 13 seasons with bears. And and, and if you ever watch Grizzly Man, it's probably the funnest, funniest, saddest parody ever. Like, he's over here like, oh, these bears are. In the wild, you can't back down from them. If you back down from them, I move for one second, he kills me. So I have to stand my ground. And the bear's coming up to him, and he's like, and he's like, no, no, you stop that. You stop that. And then the bear, and then the bear like steps away and comes off, and he goes, you know, I love you. You know, I love you to the bear. Yo. (laughs) Like, why? (laughs) Why? That's a fucking animal. It's a wild animal. You're telling him to stop. You know I love you. Yo, when he gets eaten, it's filmed. Yep. The camera's on. You hear the recording. You hear her. I saying, want to see the recording. I heard the audio. Yeah, the audio. You hear it. You hear it. You hear. You hear. Um, you hear her saying, "Stop! Play dead! Play dead!" And he's like, "Oh!" No, it was like oh, he's like a girl. Ah! Because the bear's eating him alive. Uh, and you know where bears eat you from? They eat you from the ass forward. Mm. The bear was eating that nigga's torso mm. alive while she watched. And instead of fucking running, she got eaten too. Rest in peace, you dumb broad. <laughs> yo, yo, for all you bitches that stand by your nigga no matter what, she's a good example of why you shouldn't. Because <laughs> you're dating the bear, and then eventually he's going to fucking eat you from your asshole and destroy your torso. I don't part. know what the fuck you guys thought. Hey, boo-boo, only you can prevent forest fires. Them niggas are bears. <laughs> you can't taint even the fucking ones in the circus. They'll fucking attack their owners at some point. They'll, they'll switch to that wildlife mode and fucking fuck. Kill them. This happened. Certain Ringling Butter shows could even happen because of that type of shit. They're like, all oh, the fucking bear destroyed, ate the bear tamer. So we got to cancel. We can't do that show tonight. <laughs> and then just move the fuck on. <laughs> oh, my God, yo. Uh, yo. It was way different back then. Nah, of course. Of course it was way different back then. So I had a I had a pretty eventful weekend, G. Yeah, what Usually we come in here and we give your fucking Instagram. But today we could give mine, too. Yeah, you actually did stuff. I actually did stuff. So on Friday, he posted it. Shout out, shout out to my nigga Space. He did stuff and posted it. See my nigga Space right here, and he got the whole filming crew. Show they had some, a dope video. Show some girls, some ass shaking. I shake. I came out. I came out like um an hour and a half late because I was working my new job, you know. So I came out like an hour and a half late. But when I got there, uh, when I got there, uh, um, one of the shorties outside, and she, I know you, and I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, and, and yo, they were dope. Everybody's energy was super high. It was their last couple scenes to shoot, but it was great to see them working. They rented out a spot. You know what I mean? Like it was great to see. It was great to be invited to that. Like Space got an album coming this summer, so Space has been on the move right now. You know, salute, salute, salute to you, Space. Yeah, go check his shit out. He's fucking. Yeah, he was one friend of the show. He, he he's has a fucking astronaut, bro. <laughs> Definitely check out the interview we shot with him too. Where we did have an interview with him. Definitely check that out. He wore a space helmet, if I'm not mistaken, or you wore the space. helmet. He wore the space helmet. He wore the spells. I was wearing a Ringling Brothers. My Ringling. <laughs> it was a Halloween stuff. special, right? Yeah, so it was back in like what, October or November. Uh huh. Uh-huh. More in October, I think. So yeah, I had a dope time with Space and the ladies. It was awesome. And then, and then. After leaving there, going to sleep one thirty in the morning, I was up at three thirty to go fishing. We yeah, went, we fishing. Went to, he went, we went fishing. To, 
Well, I'm a fisherman though. My stepfather. You got like, a fisherman's face. Yeah, nah. Like, mm. thank God, my stepfather. Um, when I was younger, thank God, that's one thing that he gave me. Like, he taught me how to fish, tie a knot, clean your fish, cook your fish. You know what I'm saying? He 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 taught me those things, so I could survive if I needed to. If I was by an ocean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could. I'll be. You'll be cast away. You'll be Tom Hanks. Oh, I, Wilson's already you fall right. You fall in love Wilson's already boat. right here in my head, though, my nigga. <laughs> so you see this? I want you guys to see this boat right here. That boat that you saw it was called the Titanic. The guy, the guy, our friend Jerry, family Jerry, family member. He, he got this uh, aluminum boat. He paid like a, th- uh, a couple hundred dollars for, and then he found a motor right there. He paid another couple hundred dollars for. Yo, <laughs> I felt that we were gonna capsize <laughs> at any point in time. This boat was rigidy and rocky. Look, look, look. Yo, this is what you get when you get Puerto Rican to the boat. We're going to make it work. Look. <laughs> Yo, the boat, we didn't get the boat to do more than seven miles an hour until we were coming back because the engine just wouldn't start. The shit hadn't been. Yo, you know what year that engine was? What? That engine is a 1970 two stroke Sears motor. <laughs> Why the fuck you having like a 50 year old motor? It wasn't mine. I was just part of it, G. I didn't buy it. <laughs> but you can put yourself at risk being a fucking 15... 15- yo, so, uh, Richard, I'm thinking about this too while I'm there. I'm like, yo, this I'm, is sketchy. I'm, I'm like, I'll wait by the shore. Give niggas have fun. I'm in the middle of the ocean. The motor's not going fast. It's not It's not like it's sitting there. It's Sounds like a putt-putt. And then it's three people on the boat, two skinny niggas and a bigger nigga. And the bigger nigga's in the front. So every time the bigger nigga moves, the whole boat's going like this. <laughs> so, yo, we're in the middle of the ocean. Whenever ships come by or waves come by, I was so scared. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And they're not flinching. I'm like, how y'all niggas not flinching? Y'all niggas not worried this thing's going to capsize or sink? And they, we're must fucking- have, they must be used to capsizing. No, they said they're used to doing fucking reckless shit. He was like, yo, girl, me and Jerry been doing this shit. It was my uncle. Me and Jerry been doing this shit forever. He's like, I'm fucking used to it. You just got to go sometimes. I'm like, damn, I used to do that. Now I'm more cautious than I've been before. I used to be reckless, nigga. I used to run like that. I remember there was like a barge. Not a barge, like a pillar. But like ones with holes in it. In the middle of the ocean. Yeah. And like the gate, a metal gate was right here. I was drunk. I leaped. I leaped to the middle of the bars and I climbed myself to the top. And when I looked down, my homegirl's brother was doing the same thing. But he got scared. <laughs> and he couldn't go up or down. So I had to help him back over to the thing. Yeah. Like, but that's how I am. Like when you over that fucking gate. That's I the like, reason why that shit's there. I like, but I like being reckless. I like climbing. I love climbing. I love I'm a monkey. I'm a, I'm a cautious. Like if I see it sign that says beware of dog. You broke anything? Like broken what? Bones? Broke bones? No, I never broke any bones. Thank uh-huh. God. Never broke no bones? I broken I cracked my head. I open. sprained my ankle at best, but I never broke bones. Fractured my ankle, cracked my head open three times, fractured my hand. Hit by a car. I, I'm. I almost cut my own pink, pinky. Off. Oh shit! You want to go there? I got a fucking. Uh, uh, I got a fucking dog food can. I opened a dog food can, sliced my finger all the way open. My mom had to sew it in the bathroom. You didn't go to the hospital? Nah, I didn't go to the hospital. I went to the hospital the next day. <laughs> went to the hospital the next day. Why, why the next day? Cause she sewed it already. She sewed it and cleaned it. They, was, they were gonna do the same thing in the hospital. She already did it. And you just just took it. What am I gonna do? Like. I, I'm pretty good with pain. Like, I'll, I'll be pretty good with pain, with all that extra shit. I'll be pretty good. I, I usually don't flinch a muscle. Hmm. Yeah, okay. You flinch a muscle. I'm pretty good with pain. I, I am. Like, like that's why I don't like getting tattoos. Mm. That's involuntary pain. Why you got so many? These are bad decisions. <laughs> that's all I can say, my nigga. These are bad decisions. Like, because now when I sit, sit, sit there and think about sitting down and somebody drilling my arm... I don't even like it, bro. I don't even like it. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do They look dope. They look dope, but I hate that pain. I'm a pussy when it comes to it. That's Speaking of about pussy one. and pain, what you think about Dave getting jumped? Dave getting jumped. What you think about Dave getting jumped? Do you think that this is uh, the start of uh, a pandemic where comedians have to watch what they say and always have security now because people feel like it's okay uh, to jump on a stage? Or do yeah, you think I mean, this, was the, this was the doing of one individual crackhead man? I mean, has anybody else gotten jumped since then? Hmm? Has anybody else gotten jumped since that incident? All right, but one, in all honesty, I don't know. 
Because unless you're a Dave Chappelle or a Will Smith, unless you're a famous person, it's or you know or they the, dropped the Letterman thing for Will Smith recently. What do you mean a Letterman thing? You know, like when Letterman does like interviews with like famous people. Okay. They have a Will Smith episode, and the disclaimer in the beginning says this is shot before the Oscars. And what what's in it? Is there anything? He just that... talks about like his life story, how he got into music, you know, how he how his nothing bad then, right? Clean. Nothing bad there, but it's like. They, they they put this out for Vlad does that all the time. As soon as a rapper dies, as soon as a rapper dies, Vlad updates the flashback. Or if a rapper's in the news and they're talking about him, mm-hmm. Vlad brings it right back. Vlad does that. It's all did with Kevin Samuels. That's why. That's why you fucking. That's why you media niggas. I know it's your job, but you know everybody's job comes with a little bit of nasty culture. And as long as you guys admit that that's nasty culture. Somebody dies, somebody's in trouble, so you bring up old shit that they done with you on your... Hey, it's there for people to find already. You bringing it up, that's nasty culture. And if you don't feel like it's nasty culture, then I really can't, like, fuck with you. As a media person, though, that's nasty culture. It comes with the territory, but at least admit, like, yeah, I do this because it's my job. Adam-22 does the same thing. Adam-22 does the same thing, and he, he has no shame about it. Yep, yep. Talk about his whole OnlyFans and you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, fucking like, oh, I'm gonna I, mean, I wonder to... what you do with that though. Like when you're when you're older, man. I wonder what you do with that with it's your daughter. Like... They have a daughter. They have a kid or yeah. a son. What do you do with that? When when what you're just gonna you think just because you... like they're old. They're not like like Adam's not in his forties. Like Vlad's like in his forties. Bro, Adam looks like he's eighty. Well, that's just white people being. Old, Adam looks old like young. he's eighty. White people get old young. This is a fact. Those tattoos he got his yo Adam like. Man, I shouldn't do this because I don't know the dude. Never met the dude, but he seems to me like a culture vulture. Hmm. He seems I mean, he seems to me like a culture vulture, and like AD and House Phone and all them niggas. I get it. You know, you guys kind of verify him in the hip hop world a little bit, but you he, he looks like a culture vulture. He looks like a fucking. You know, I know he's a media person. I know this is what he set out to do, but I think he exploits hip hop. I think he exploits hip-hop because we're the most controversial world to live in. Nothing happens in the pop world. Nothing happens in the rock world. Nothing happens in these worlds. Even but, open but mics, you, performances. Can, but there's white people that love hip-hop music. No, I'm not saying that. They're allowed to love hip-hop music, but I think, like, I don't know. I just find that Adam doesn't come across as, like, a, a, a genuine hip-hop guy. He just looks like a guy that talks about hip-hop. You understand? There's one thing when you love the music and you're into the music and you're into the culture. I think he just uses it as a step to talk about, to make money off of it. Like a news reporter. Like a news reporter would. He just reports news. My thing is, is that he only reports like rap news. I mean, he's more of No Jumper is mainly like a rap type of video, rap I, I get it. I get it. But for I mean, some, then they'll do some awesome. He, like, oh, he, they'll talk to somebody in the mob. Go, Ro- Rosenberg to- rubs me the same way. Hmm. Rosenberg... So Adam who? 22, they rub me. So Vlad, like, what's co- Vlad then? Vlad rubs me the same way. But you know why I like Vlad though? Like um, a little bit. Not even. I can't even. Cause Vlad, Vlad does these things where he acts niggas, and and everybody got a syllabus in the beginning. Dumbasses, you guys know what to talk about and what not to talk about. Just because this guy's cutting you a fifty thousand dollar check to be on an interview doesn't mean I think that Vlad's the only one that pays for interviews. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. They, they, it was confirmed by academics. He's the only one that pays for Probably. Vlad. But that's why I got to give a little respect to Vlad because if I'm going to pay you 50, 60 grand and you're going to give me your story, I paid for your story. Mm. I paid for your story. Like with Adam 22 and all these niggas, they invite you up there. And then sometimes, yo, like you ever seen Sharp argue with bitches? Sharp oh, arguing yes. with Blue Jasmine? Yeah. Sharp, Sharp argues with everybody. He's cool. Like, I get it. You a pimp? That's your gimmick. That's your gimmick. That's who you are. You're a pimp. Adam allows that shit on his show. For what? Numbers. Controversy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, And not only that, it embarrasses our culture. There's ugly areas of our culture, like women turning men into simps, you know, men pimping women. There's ugly areas of our culture. It don't need to be brought to the light. Adam-22's pl- platform brings all that shit to the right, light. So there's no, like, white person in media for hip-hop that's good? Uh... Like Tim Westwood? Where'd he go? He was great. I remember <laughs> Tim Westwood, he, the, the, the English guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yo, pss, I, I, I kind of like used to, but I was never, I was too young. I was too young to. Is Zane Lone White? Really get Zane, into is it. Zane Lone White? You know Zane Lone, right? From like Beats, Beats One, Apple, like the Apple podcast and stuff. I don't know if he's white. He might be Spanish. Cause... 
Because like, I don't know any black people named Zane, so I'm just assuming. <laughs> What's how you spell his name? Zane. Z-A-N-E. And then Low, I think, is L-O-W-E. Yeah, Zane Low. He looks like a white dude. What was his was his cultural background? He had the clicking, Some clicking. It's called research, because we want to make sure that New Zealand. That's Australian. New Zealand. But this black Australians, like this. My point, in. my point, my point to you is, is that see, I didn't know who the fuck this Zane Lone dude was. Yeah, he but my, a lot of big people too. It's not about the interview only though. It's about what they do on the in between part. If you're not doing something. Like giving back, like charity work, like if you're not doing something to help the culture, like all the bad things that happen, the gun violence, the people getting locked up, the people, you know, at the end of all that happening, drop something that, drop something that means something to people. Hmm. Drop something that, yo, listen guys, you shouldn't be doing this. Listen guys, pay attention. What if they've already been told that? What? By they, what if they've already been told that and they just don't care? So you're just gonna you're just gonna go ahead and appropriate the bad stuff they do. Mm-hmm. You have to put a balance there. It's your clip, job. It draws a clip, but it draws people to the. I, I'm not I'm not talking about numbers. I'm talking about morale. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with getting numbers. Get your numbers. But on the flip side, do your part in saying like if you capitalize on evil your entire life, what makes you any better? If you're running around and just loving evil things and putting it out there. Look at this, look at this. And you don't give something at the end of it. Jerry Springer used to have a wild-ass show. And at the end of every Jerry Springer show, he would say his little syllabus. Final, final of thoughts. What's, but that's my point, that the final thoughts of what I think of these people aren't that. They'd rather just make money off of it. Like, they'd rather just make money off of it. I don't, I don't see them doing something valuable in hip-hop. What, what are they doing valuable in hip-hop? Has Adam-22 thrown a contest for young and up-and-coming artists so they can have a chance to get on his platform or maybe get a beat from somebody? Uh, has Rosenberg showed, has. Rosenberg, I've seen Rosenberg give opportunity, but then I, I see mean, Rosenberg... Adam does, he, he's like, showcases their music. They Who? hit, like, Adam. He throws, like, those, like, sing your music and, you know, like, give them a platform if you need, like, a share on their SoundCloud. But it, co- it costs money. I think it's, like, $100 to play, like, again, the whole video. Co- again, you know, culture shit. You got enough money. You want if you really want an up and coming artist with a good song, what if that nigga is 17, 18 and can't afford that? That's culture shit. If you want something if you're talking about free for the culture, do it free for the culture. Don't charge people to be part of something. It's one thing if you charge somebody to be trying to paywall subscription because they want to see you. I want to see you. I'm going to pay for it. But the services that you offer people, they should be available to change the things that are bad in our in our world of music, of hip hop especially. Between people going to jail, people bodying each other, you know, look, look at the shit with Meg and Tori. It could almost like, you know, it it goes in between where, oh, if 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 he shot her, he's the worst man in the world. But if she's lying, she's the worst woman in the world. You know, it shouldn't be like that. We shouldn't even be. We're allowed to have our opinions on what to do, but to pick sides. They went through it. The courts have decided it shouldn't be end all be all. And I think that that's what it is with music. Once you have a color on you, people around you, you're stuck with a stigma. And now you feel like you got to live up to that. You got to live up to that stigma. And I don't feel like that's the truth. I mean... I feel like you have a choice to be what you want to, but we're not taught mm-hmm. like that. That's how, we, uh, that's how it be sometimes. Like, to be in a world where, um, like, it's all money at the end of the day. I agree. Like... For them, they they've been doing this for years. It's not like they just just started out. Oh, these I are much older people. They've I been agree. doing it since the two thousands. They already knew what type of platform they wanted to do. They know who they want to interview. They know what they want to get out there. That's gonna drive up like the numbers, give them the money that they want, etc. So I can't really blame them for their business models and how they do nah, things. Nah, they figured it out. I'm not I, I'm not hating on them. But you can have millions of subscribers on every platform. On. People go to you like, oh, you're the guy because I know you give numbers because people. No matter no, what, it's always a business thing. Mm-hmm. They're going to see their numbers. They're going to see their platforms, their social medias. So this guy got millions of followers. His engagement, his, impress- his impressions on his page are getting no, fucking bonkers. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not hating on him. But it's just, for me, it's just like the fresh and fit niggas. Oh, that's, they, that's a different. No, but how can you say that? They, I mean, offer, but, they offer classes to uh, nigga, master classes and teach you how to work uh, out and teach like, you how to do this. They give more back to people. But they do it in an irregular way because they shit on women to do yeah, it. They bring women on to shit on them, which is, it's it's like it's like I get it, but it's fucked up. <laughs> I, I know I mean, why you. I know why they. 
I understand. But it's bringing them numbers, bringing them notoriety, it's bringing them all that extra shit, right? It's bringing them what they want. Like that's they they love controversy. They thrive and they want to be the bad guys. They want to be evil because they know it's going to draw people to their page. Like there's, still, there's people still subscribing. They're almost going to be at a million by the next couple months or two. What do you think about the Kevin Lowes argument of him being a culture vulture? Oh, you know Kevin Kevin Lowes is right. Yeah, Def Jam. Yeah, greatest like A and R. All right. What, what do you think ever. about what do you think about people accusing him of using black people and culture uh, 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 um, appro- is he, is appropriating he, black culture? Is he black. What? You sure you're talking about the right? Kevin Lowes is black. Was it, it, you talking about Leo Cohen? Oh, Cohen. Leo Cohen. No, like, my bad. Like, I mean, my bad. Leo Cohen. <laughs> yeah, what about Leo Cohen, though? You know, they I say that he was it, a, I think he's more, I know I am, I don't care. I am. <laughs> he, yeah, like, if you look there's at levels, interview, There's levels to this culture vulture shit. Like, he, he blatantly just is like, I, the more fucked up your story is, the more I can push it out there to the youth because they're going to eat it up. He said this in interviews multiple times. He's like, I don't care. Like, as long as it gives me money, I don't give a shit. He said that. So do you think that the whole culture vulture enigma should be like... It's like this. Who's a culture vulture now in the industry? Who's a culture vulture now in the you industry? Jack Harlow? I think Jack Harlow's a plant. I think he's a plant. I, I think mean, he's, he, a, he's been fighting he's a, that. Arc. I mean, there's videos and stuff before his come up. Oh, no, I've seen it. Yeah. Like it's, so it's like, is he really a plant if you already got like you have like a backstory to yourself, like you, you. They showed the grind before you blew up. I'm sorry. There's like if I blew up now, will I get be considered a plant? It's it's how you do. It's 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 what you do in the blow up. It's not it's not it's not how you blew up. It's not what got you there. It's what you did in the blow up. Like if your label is willing to maneuver you into songs and things that you wouldn't normally do, but they're like, nigga, you're gonna do this. You're going to do this because. This is what it's gonna bring all of us. I don't care if you want to do it, just do it. You when you when you're an industry 360 deal. Then no, no, no. When you're an industry plant, in my opinion, they maneuver you into places where they know that you're gonna make all the money. That's how 360s work. That's but that's how I can consider Jack Harlow an industry plant. He's a white young rapper who's not selling, who's not selling. They're still gonna make. Do you? But do you think? How do you think he sold one hundred and fifteen thousand? If we can both clearly agree, Pusha T's album was ten times better. Mm. You know how he sold one hundred and fifteen? An industry plant. Mm. That's my point. If better music doesn't thrive, because I can argue with you with that Kendrick and Pusha T album, I think Kendrick deserves what he sold. Mm. I don't think Pusha deserves. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But then I don't think Jack Harlow deserves. To me, those are industry plant numbers because his album was clearly trash. Mm-hmm. We started this convo there, and we ain't gonna probably gonna end it there. But it, it mm. was for me, it's clearly trash. Shouldn't have sold that much. So he has to show those numbers in order to keep being relevant in the industry. That's what a plant is. When you allow your label to do everything that they say that you have to do, and you don't. Nori said there's three doors to go through. You go that way where it's yourself. You go that way where it's butt fucking and Illuminati and all that other shit. Or you just stay straight and know what both sides are. There's there's three doors to go. Nori said it. You know, and I think that a lot of these niggas, they'll let their labels do it. Why do you think most rappers try to go independent as hard as they can? Because they don't want to be industry plants. They don't want to be puppets to whatever their labels say to do because that's what they said is going to get done and make them famous. And you know what? Of course these labels are right. They've been doing it for years. They know what's going to sell. They know if they put me in a fucking pink tutu, you know what I'm saying? It's going to sell, right? They know if they tell, yo, go slap that nigga. Go up there and slap him. Trust me, it's going to sell. They know it's going to sell. Sometimes I even think the shit with Will Smith and fucking Jada Pinkett is fake. And Chris Rock. Because what sells more than controversy? And now all their numbers go up, right? Now mm-hmm. everybody wants to watch them again because of a little scene that they mapped out. Like, I can't trust these things no more. I've never been trustworthy of the industry. So when I see, like, clearly industry plants, clearly. Like, you know Kendrick's album, Damn. So extra nineteen thousand. Oh, uh, how much? Like nineteen thousand. Oh yeah. Last week too, because of you know Mr. Morale. It's amazing, and that's the last album on TDE. So now it's like we're not gonna get another Kendrick probably for like five years. We're probably gonna not. not cause I he, think he might actually go harder, and also with you know the newer artists. See, I think he has two artists on his PG Lang label. You know, Baby Keem, and then he has another my nigga, one. You're gonna Baby Keem's a diet Kendrick. Pretty he's, much, he's gonna Baby Keem us to death. Watch, Kendrick's just gonna come on features, mm-hmm. and he's I don't I don't can't see him putting another project together. This one was really good. 
And if you got if you got another one in the stash, it's gonna come out in a couple like it'll come out in years. I can't see him. This one was really good. People have to digest this song by song in order to actually really grasp it. And I've never been a Kendrick fan like that. Like not not enough to to praise him. Like like oh Kendrick, never never. This one, his album, yeah, oh Kendrick, straight up. His album is fucking fire. I'm glad we've started off 2022 with awesome albums. Mm-hmm. Cole, Drake, I hope y'all niggas are coming. You know what I mean? I, well, they, I, they both dropped last year, so it might be a minute, for, might be next year for them. Nah, nah, I think they have to come this year. They have to come this what year. What else would they come up with? To prove a point. To who? Kendrick just Drake's the the fucking apex of everything now. No, 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 no. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Do you hear what Kendrick said in the song? He said Kanye squashed the beef with Drake, hmm. and then he said that was weird to me. I gotta grow up. Yeah, I mean, that's weird to me. Drake, could, you know why that's weird to him? Because Drake said, I, I, I fucked your wife. I'm driving around the block. I made a right at the light. All this shit, talking shit about you, right? Drake's doing all this shit. And it's emotionally affecting you. You know, it's emotionally affecting Kanye. You know, like, when I, I don't know. I think they have to come this year with music because they have Kanye dropped. Cole dropped. I mean, Kendrick dropped. Cole dropped last with the Dreamsville thing, and it was a group of them. It wasn't a solo project, right? Oh no, wasn't his last like, one? Avenger the Dreamers. Yeah, that wasn't the solo project. So yeah. we're due for a Cole solo project, and then Drake, just by who Drake is, Drake has to drop. He has to. He has to because he his he he has this thing with keeping his name relevant. It's a must for him. So if he if in order to keep for us like I say I think Drake's the artist of the decade, I say it straight up right, all the he, time. Yeah, you got an order for that. He, artist, I, but I think that's the truth. Yep. In order for him to stay relevant, he has to drop an album this year. His competition Imagine, did. He's, he's young. They're all still young. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're young, but they're, you you get old in hip hop. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you eventually get old, but you get old in hip hop. But it's like they'll they'll all be legacy acts in like ten years. You think they'll be still rapping ten years? They they'll be they'll be rapping, but album wise, they'll probably start doing albums. But they'll probably just like do more features. They'll they'll, they'll take the Jay Z route. They'll just jump on features here and there, and then do a fucking arena tour. All three Jay-Z of them together. Watch, so all three of them today are gonna eventually do an arena tour together. I can see that Jay Z did it smart though. Like when he did American Gangster, you know, he did a whole soundtrack for a movie. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like where it's like, all right, this is not my album, but yeah, this like, is Prince almost did my with life. Batman. So. <laughs> Who? Prince. He did with Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I love the, the the Batman movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen Prince live. He did our arena tour. Oh, you seen him? At live? the Prudential Center with my dad. And oh, that's like, nice. This is years. This is like 2015. This is about 2015, about a year before he, like, a year and a half before he passed. He was at the Izod Center, sorry. And he killed it. Let's play all, my, play all the old school tracks and stuff. He, Esperanza Spalding, she was like up and coming jazz, like jazz singer and stuff. Great artist, lover, and he killed it. And I, I love, I love Prince. Shout out to Prince. Rest, Rest in peace, Prince. Prince. Rest in peace, Prince. You're a goat, bro. Yes. I heard before he was dying, he had to get carried to the stage because his bones were so brittle and weak from jumping off all the time mm-hmm. that yep. he was always in pain. That's why he was taking those pills, supposedly, because mm-hmm. he, he was always in pain. I just admired his wardrobes. His wardrobes. You would. Fucking. You would. Because that's like that's up your lane. That's that's like. Something I know in hip hop that hasn't truly been done, just fucking crazy ass wardrobe. Oh yeah, I was I was going down a Prince rabbit hole the other day with this girl, and um, she was like, I was like, look, I want you to look at him, and I want you to look at the um Bad Bunny. I was like, I want you to look at him, and I want you to look at Bad Bunny, and I was like, minus the words out, take the words of what they're singing away, and you see Prince and when doves cry, he's crawling on the floor out of the bathtub. With his hair all fucking and his little vagina hair on his chest, little skinny, light skinned man crawling to this beautiful woman. And then you look at a Bad Bunny video, this nigga just put up a, a, a um, Moscow Mule, his new video. Him and the girl at the end of the video, they're butt naked, but he has a fucking toto. <laughs> it, like, it looks like he has, he's like this. Yep. It's like tucked, but no, it's not tucked because I paused it and I had to look. It's actually, it's actually like um, um, digital designing of a pussy. I'm like, and when I see it, I'm like, nigga, he, 
he gets that not only from being a Latino and being free spirited to be like that. He can't help it, but he gets that from things like Prince. You gonna yeah. tell me he don't know who Prince is? You gonna tell me he didn't get that? Of course, to be so calm, to step out the box and be in touch with both male and feminine side is when you can really knock it out the fucking box. You know that's why you get so much attention when you do it, but it's not like. See, you do it for a message you're speaking about. Sometimes I think these niggas did it because it was really them. Hmm. Like, I could really see this nigga, Prince, walking around wearing bell bottoms and a purple suit. Like, it's nothing. Like, I'm cute. Yeah, hmm. that's... The, oh, you Jeez. could really see fucking... You could really see... What's his name? Um, Bad Bunny. Black fingernails. You know, with certain feminine... But that nigga, dude, he takes pussy down. Gets the best pussy we've never seen. Yo, it's when you're able to be in both of those worlds that you get attention from both male and female. Drake, same way. Drake spings, sings to bitches. Shits on niggas. Mm. And we both eat them up, niggas and bitches. <laughs> yeah, you can walk us out, Rich. Eating, eating niggas and bitches. Yeah, niggas and bitches, baby. <sighs> so that was a very interesting episode, so... Again, thank you all for tuning in. Please give a like and subscribe on the video. If you want us to talk about any more topics in the future, please leave it in the comments below. You know, but definitely subscribe because, you know, we love you and we want to try to keep giving you this content. You know, so what's up, everybody podcast? I'm Richard Picasso. That's G.I. The Character. Peace, love, and yo-yos to you all. Hey, yo. Goodbye.